I've, I've had some questions lately and I've been thinking about this myself. What are the things that helped me most in business? And I want to help other people around. So uh, these, these video series I'm sending out there and, and, and audio series, I'm sending out there so that people can, can learn a little bit and hopefully this helps you in any massive ways. Now it only helps you if you take action. So I'm going to give you a few tips. They're practical tips. You can take them and you will start to see results from this. What I want to start off with is procrastination. How often have you found yourself maybe going, I'm going to get so much done tomorrow and then you, I've got to start early on and I'm going to get up and I'm going to do these things and then you get distracted by a YouTube video or whatever and before you know it, the morning's gone, you haven't completed what you need to do. Now you're in meetings and you're doing other things and you don't get done what you need to do. Procrastination, in my opinion, is one of the single best, biggest killers of people being efficient and getting things done in business. And instead of focusing on the important stuff, then people focus on the urgent stuff and they're always playing catch up. They're always, they're always behind the eight ball, okay? So what is happening with procrastination? What can you do about it? First, I'll share you a story with you. Uh, now, this is my story. This is something that, that, that I had to learn for myself. I really used to struggle with procrastination. In school, I struggled with it. In business, when I first started business, I struggled with it. I typically have never struggled with procrastination when I've worked for somebody else. I'm always motivated to help somebody else. But when it's for me, often I have struggled in the past. Uh, so I remember one time hiring a coach. I spent $15,000 uh, this year for, for this coach. Um, and the conversations would go something like, I, I would ask him a question like, hey, what do I need to do to grow? At the time I was building a real estate investing portfolio. And, and he said, Mark, you need to take these three actions. Call these people, do these things, follow up, whatever. And I would say, great, I understood why it was and I, I agreed with everything and then I wouldn't do it. And the next week he would say, so how'd you do? And I said, I didn't do it. And he said, why not? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't do it. I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it. And this started to happen a lot. Now, the problem was that when I asked this guy, help me understand why I'm not doing it. Help me understand that part. Because when I understand that part, I'll take the action. And he had nothing for me. And actually, I really highly recommend if you find a coach even if somebody's done great, this guy was a good human being, knew what he was doing, had lots of integrity, great business mind. But he didn't understand how to help me. And this is one, of the, one fundamental uh, thing that you need to know. When you find a coach for yourself, make sure they understand how to help you, how they, help, they, they understand how to teach you, rather than simply telling you what they did and telling you to do the same thing, okay? Uh, big difference. But with the procrastination thing, I paid this guy lots of money, good guy, didn't know how to help me. So what I realized was, Listen, this is costing me money in, in coaching. I'm not getting the most value out of coaching either. I need to start taking action in a completely different way. <clears throat> this is actually one of the reasons I went back to school to get my psych degree to, to, to work to become a psychologist because I was thinking, I, I need to understand this for myself. And I liked helping other people too. So I went back to school, uh, was, was thinking about this. And I, I, I remember sitting down in the classroom and doing some work with people. We were talking with other students. And I, I realized one day, I understand what's happening. What's happening with procrastination? It's all emotional and it's a threat response. When we feel threatened, when we feel threatened, there's something that we all do. There's a little part of our brain that the alarm goes off, blood actually doesn't go to our brain in the same way to, to our logical brain. Our emotional brain is, is on high alert and we, we start reacting rather than doing. And you've probably seen this for yourself where you, you uh, maybe you're in an argument with a family member and you know you shouldn't be saying certain things, but you, you say them anyway, and your logical brain isn't even online, that's what's happening with procrastination. So even though you want to grow your business, you want to improve, you want to take certain actions, you're not doing it because you feel threatened on some way. This is not because you're actually threatened. This is, a, this is something from tens of thousands of years ago, okay, where we're humans for a very long time, when we reacted quickly, when we felt uncomfortable, we survived. 
Now the problem is that in business, you're going to survive. You're not going to die today if you if you're uncomfortable putting in a report or calling somebody on the phone or whatever it is, following up with somebody. Um, so the threat is not real, but it doesn't matter whether it's real or not, we react the same way. Same thing is if you had a, if you have a dream, have you ever had a dream where it's really good or really awful or whatever it is, and you wake up and you're, you're crying, you're laughing, or you're reacting to what happened in the dream? It didn't actually happen to you. But this part of our brain thinks it's happening to us, so it reacts in the same way. So you can laugh even though you're in the middle of the night in a dark room, right? So if we feel threatened, we react in one of two ways, generally speaking. We, we run away, we try to escape in some way, or we fight, we lash out. Now, the key, the key here is not to, to stop feeling threatened in some ways, it's that you've got to just tweak it a little bit. Okay, so we still have the same brain, we're still going to be struggling with the same things. We simply need to tweak what we're doing in different ways. So, instead of feeling threatened, we need to feel challenged. Because what happens is when you feel threatened, you're trying to escape. And that's what procrastination is. The YouTube videos or the cat videos or the, I don't know what you focus on, whether it's sports or whatever's going on, uh, that, that's an escape from doing what you know you need to be doing. What's far more important for your business. And logically, like I said, you, you wanna do this, but we're feeling threatened in the moment. So we escape and that's what procrastination is. Watching TV late at night, not going to bed, uh, again, YouTube videos, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, we're, we're escaping. People who are really successful, look, look who is really successful, and you will find that they tend to act uh, as if they're being challenged, not threatened, challenged. There's a slight difference. When somebody's feeling challenged, they rise up to that challenge. And I mean, the NHL playoffs are starting right away here. Um, it, it's, it's fascinating to watch how the best athletes in the world when, 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 they're, when they're in the playoffs, when something else is happening, when the, the stakes are higher, they end up rising to that challenge. And that's who we, we almost idolize in our, our culture, is saying because they rise to the challenge rather than feeling threatened and hide. So again, how do you do this? Number one, you need to understand your own emotions. If you don't understand your own emotions, if you're, I used to be an idiot with emotions. I used to believe I didn't even have emotions. I believed that they would got in the way and produce nothing good in my life. That was wrong. Emotions are there for everyone all the time. What this is, is be paying attention to them. Now, there are a few really simple exercises that I give to people to help out with this. I, I'm not going to give them right now. I'm going to try to keep this really succinct and just give you a broad outline. But if you want more information on this, contact me. I, I'm, I'm releasing a program actually really soon that goes through a lot of this stuff and helps people with motivation. Um, having said that, I'll, I'll tell you more about that some other time, okay? Um, number two, after understanding our own emotions, what we need to do is take small steps. You have to learn how to start moving yourself in the right direction. So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, let's say that you need, to, you need to follow up with some people, okay? Um, so much of the time, at least for me and for other people that I know, well, what, what they were thinking was, okay, I need to do all this stuff. And if they miss it the first day, they double it on the second day. Well, now I have to do twice as much stuff. That's the wrong way of thinking because it actually goes more and more to threat. We go, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable, I'm not comfortable. Instead, what we can do is just take a small step. Instead, if you go, I've got to follow up with 10 people and that's overwhelming me right now, go to five people. Take it down to two people. Take it down to one person. Make it so small that you're willing to do it. It's, it's so small that you're like, oh, I can do this. Instead of calling them, email them if that's easier. Do, do take a small enough step that you're moving in the right direction, you're taking some action, but it's not as threatening anymore. So for example, 
Um, again, emailing somebody rather than calling them. Now that's less threatening, right? Um, if you need to create videos for YouTube or something like that, the first videos that you create, don't do them live. Create a video for yourself on your own computer and don't even show anybody. That's a small step. Before that, write down a script. You can take smaller and smaller steps. This is a, this is a key to the process because you have to do something. Number three, you need to anchor the emotions you want with the actions you're taking. So this is there. I'll give you lots of different ideas, and, and people do this all the time. Okay, you've got um, athletes that do crazy things. Uh, people that jump off a cliff with a squirrel suit and, and scream down like 300 miles per hour before they they pull their parachute. Um, what they've done is they've again they've changed the association in their mind. Instead of feeling threatened by that, there's still fear, but now they feel challenged. It helps them push towards rather than shrink away from something. Okay, and again, I talked about that 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 response that we have, that reaction of. Uh, fight or flight. The fleeing response is procrastination. The fighting response is a type of challenge. Now, do it in a way where you're not fighting against somebody, that you're not creating enemies around you. You don't have to fight people, you can simply rise to the challenge, okay? It's, it's a slight different thing. So how do you anchor something? The way you anchor something, I'll give you a couple of really quick tips. The way you anchor something is you can, you can play a song, one song. You can smell a certain scent, like an essential oil or something. Um, you can you can do a certain action with your body like getting up and doing like five jumping jacks or or like punch punching the uh, punching bag twice or something like that uh, you, you can do a quick action and Tony Robbins talks about things like he beats his chest and screams or whatever these are all things these are simple things that if you do them over and over in the right situation when you're feeling good you can start feeling good at other times it's a way of managing your state so anchoring again few examples let's say every time you feel really motivated to do something play a certain song you feel really motivated to do something take a certain action every single time for like two or three months what you'll start to see is that you can just play that song and you'll start feeling motivated this this simple part of our brain has made a simple connection of like oh when this song plays I, I do things <laughs> when 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 we when I do three or five jumping jacks or punch my chest or do whatever I, I'm motivated to do something very simple way to do it this sounds almost ridiculously simple it's absolutely accurate I'll give you an example of what I've done to anchor something for myself there's a there's a song called Claire de Lune and I, I love the song it's a it's a piano piece it's quiet it's 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 really meditative what I've done is I've anchored myself I've anchored that song to feeling relaxed so I can be in a super stressful situation I can play that song and immediately I want to go to sleep I immediately I just like completely mellow and the reason for that is, is I've played that song many times when I felt relaxed that's it it's really simple last tip last tip is spend time with the right people this is so key to business this is so key to success, and we, we don't realize it. If you talk to people who are successful, all of them, every one of them has had a mentor, has had somebody who's invested in them, um, or they've had family members or other people around them that really support them. Now, I came from a place where I wasn't really supported in business. I, I didn't, uh, my family didn't understand a lot about business. So to talk about business ideas with, with my family doesn't make a lot of sense. It's, it's not gonna grow me, it's not gonna help me. Uh, that's not because my family's bad, I love my family, they're fantastic but they're not going to help me they're not great at this thing also they tend to at least some of them tend to be negative when i share a new idea well if every time i share a new idea they're being negative what's being anchored in my mind 
If you grew up in a family where every time you've got a creative idea, people go, that won't work. Well, guess what? You're anchoring for yourself. You didn't even know you, this was happening, but you were anchoring that, that, the, the, the other feelings there. That's stuff that's not going to help you. Okay? Feeling every time you have a new idea, feeling shamed or whatever. So one way to do this is spend time with the right people. This can be in a mastermind group. This can be with a coach or a mentor. This can be with, with um, a group of people, a group of business people who have fantastic energy. Now, this is hard to find. In my experience, it's been very hard to find. Usually, I have to pay for this. And I have in the past, and it's been fantastic. I've had fantastic results because of it. Here's, here's one, one tip, and maybe I'll leave a little hint here. So I'm actually bringing out a program that does, does a lot of this stuff. Um, it, it covers a lot of other things as well, but it helps people with procrastination and motivation and confidence, and then, and then puts people in the right atmosphere where, where other people are investing in them and really excited about that. Actually, I've got a live event coming out. I've got a bunch of things coming up here. So maybe stay tuned. I, I will share more about this over the next few weeks. Uh, but what I'd like you to do is, is maybe challenge me on this or, or ask me a question. If you've got some question, I didn't explain something well, or or you've got a question about something else, feel free to put it in the comments. I'm, I'm happy to answer questions. I'm happy to help out with whatever I can. Enjoy.